Welcome to the War Zone. The ringmasters are here to break down the world of wrestling and pro wrestling news. Get ready to be thrown off the ropes, smashed into a table, and come begging back for more. And there's only one question. Are you ready? We got together to do Alright, welcome Chippewas. This is the Ringmasters Podcast. I'm Adrian Headache Hedden and my new co-host. And I'm Grant Lefebvre. And uh, we're here with the Ringmasters just re-debuting. Um, we took a little bit of a hiatus and we're back. Um, I, got a new, I got a new co-host now. Grant's uh, here and we're, we're together. We're going to bring you the, um, the news in World Wrestling Entertainment and uh, around the world of pro wrestling. Around the universe, as they say. Yeah, around uh, not just the WWE universe. We're going to be talking about some other stuff going on in and around pro wrestling as NXT, well. NXT, so. TNA, you know, mm-hmm. all, the, all the rumors and the gossip. Um, we'll, we'll focus mostly on, um, you know, results from WWE. Um, you know, a lot of people don't watch TNA and that stuff. Yeah. But, like we're going to break down Raw, you yeah. know, break down some of the pay-per-views. You know, talk about some stars, you know, star of the sure. week, you know, some things like that. So. Yeah. Okay, so we'll get just get right into it. We just had Monday Night Raw. Today is Wednesday, so Monday Night Raw was our last televised event for the World Wrestling Entertainment. And we'll just get right into the recap um, with a little analysis sprinkled in. So uh, first off, first thing of the night was uh, Roman Reigns came out. Um, he's dead set on winning the title at Survivor Series. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's they've been waiting for an opportunity to push him mm-hmm. ever since they haven't been able to push him. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, it made sense that he emerged from Raw victorious. Sure. Like, there's no way you didn't see that coming. Well, he won that like, tournament to get the number one contenders uh, mm-hmm. the previous week. And, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns, you know, he was headlining WrestleMania last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, fans just don't like him. I don't yeah. really understand why. Yeah, like, I don't mind Roman Reigns. But I am glad that they did that tournament mm-hmm. the other way. Like, to actually earn the top spot. It's right. not like Kane where this 50-year-old man has a problem with Seth Rollins and just get, right. gets a match with him. But. Yeah, and it's good to see Reigns, you know, having to earn his shot like he when he won the Royal Rumble as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people right. think things have been handed to him when he's not deserving. So he put on several good matches and uh, had a good main event to, to win the number of contendership shot. I'm just wondering if it's time for them to give him the belt. I can see him being in the main event. He's been there before. He can put on a good match. He can carry a match. He can carry older wrestlers, And uh, but... To actually put the belt on him, is it really time yet for Roman Reigns? I mean, at Hell in a Cell, you heard chants that was, uh, you know, Roman, let's go Roman, Roman sucks. You heard those alternating chants, which is reminiscent of John Cena. So is that a sign that Vince McMahon might be ready to put him over because the crowd is split on him? Is that something he wants in a champion? Yeah, like, I'm not really sure. I know Triple H yeah. loves Seth Rollins. Right. Loves him. And, you know, Golden Seth boy. Rollins is a fine worker. Like, and, you know, career, and he's got a good persona. That's one thing Roman Reigns lacks. You know? Right, and it's like, are we willing to sacrifice that for someone who is more of a powerhouse? Even though I'm going to argue that Seth Rollins can be strong when they let him be, too. Oh, Rollins so. came out of that table. You know? Yeah. That was, that was a lot of strength there. So, mm-hmm. again, Rollins, yeah, I, I, I predict Rollins is going to keep the title for a few more months. I'm not sure who's going to take it from him, but I don't, I don't predict Roman Reigns um, this, this coming Survivor Series. I think it's going to be a great match. You know, he just oh, yeah. retained clean for the first time. So mm-hmm. it should be a great match. I think they're still going to give it to Rollins. Yeah, I think he's going to retain again. They're probably going to wait till WrestleMania at this point, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. hopefully they'll keep mixing it up, keep throwing new stuff at us. So. Absolutely. Okay, well, so after Roman Reigns got done shooting off his horn about uh, Survivor mm-hmm. Series, we went into our first match, which was uh, you know Kevin Owens versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Great match. Two oh, of the best yeah. workers. It's so underrated. This, this mid-card, they've just been building it up, and it's starting to pay off. You know, uh, Kevin Owens just debuted this year. He's Intercontinental Champion. Obviously got Dolph Ziggler, former world champion, mm-hmm. um, who's you know injury prone. We haven't seen him come up too much, not too much of a push for him, but they still have him every week. 
yeah. putting on these great 20-minute matches, and this, this was no exception. Yeah. The only difference was Tyler Breeze. Yeah, Tyler Breeze showed up, and I don't have a problem with that. Like mm-hmm. the the match, I thought the match was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad Ziggler got yeah. out of the Rusev storyline. I'm glad everyone's kind of that's kind of dissolved yeah. now. Yeah, the Summer uh, Ray thing with Tyler Breeze, I think that's much better. You know, yeah, that's fine. Put Rusev on the shelf for a little bit, bring him back, and hopefully he'll be back to where he was before. Yeah, because he just came down with an injury too, yeah, so he's going to be out for a few weeks the now. Bicep injury, actually. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I, I just, you know, what, what is your take on Tyler Breeze, you, you know, coming from NXT, he's sort of a pretty boy, sort of a Rick Rude, Shawn Michaels kind of character, mm-hmm. um, comes out with a selfie stick, mm-hmm. most ridiculous looking, it's not even collapsible, it's covered in fur. Yeah, like the, his whole, like he has fur around his boots, yeah, like yeah. it's the most uh, effeminate sort of costume. Right, but, Prince uh, Pretty is what they call him. Yeah, like I think he and Dolph Ziggler feuding is kind of fun because... The show off, yeah. you know, the, bl- the bleach blonde guys, the pretty boys, mm-hmm. you know, I think they're they're a good mix, they're a good match, um, and so... But yeah, second week in a row, I think uh, Tyler Breeze took out Ziggler with that spinning heel kick he calls the uh, the, the beauty shot, mm-hmm. and so I mean we're, he's he's been taking out uh, Ziggler. So you know when 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 uh, someone is getting taken out on a weekly basis on Raw, then they're going to have a grudge match, and we'll see we'll see where that goes because Breeze has had the upper hand so far. Um, right? Yeah, Breeze is like you know he's the classic I'm going to come out and interrupt you until you fight me sort of thing, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that. Like you know I like that they're building that. It's not just going to be sort of a thing where we're just going to put Tyler Breeze in the pay-per-view or we're just going to put right. him in somewhere. So I like that they're building that up a little bit. Yeah, and, and he's also, you know, and he's also kind of a departure from the, the big meat-headed wrestlers that, mm-hmm. you know, they're still hanging on to these days. You know, you got a guy like Roman Reigns, John Cena. It's good to see them bringing up some of these younger, quicker, you know, less mm-hmm. hulking, you know, more athletic characters. So I, I see only good things for the future in that. I think it's a great way to also revitalize Dolph Ziggler's character. Yeah, remember when back when he was world champion? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's hard to believe that. And now. one of the most over wrestlers, remember he won the Survivor Series last year? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know, it's hard to believe. Like, I know he took a concussion. A couple and, of yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, and people argue whether or not he's injury prone. But I don't know. I definitely think that uh, this feud could elevate both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to seeing it, where it goes. I mean, yeah, because Ziggler needs to be put over too, just as bad as Breeze does. Right, so it's interesting. Yeah. He's not so much of an established legend like the Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt, where he's just going to put over the new guy. You know, he's, you know, Ziggler needs a pay per view win. Right, and that's just like that, Breeze. Yeah, that's the one weird thing that uh, when they first started it, and Dolph Ziggler made some comment about millennials, uh-huh. and that was just the most off-putting thing to me. Like, Dolph it, it didn't basically it, a millennial, you know? Yeah, like it didn't seem like his character either. Like he's he's not like he's not like John Cena. He doesn't get to call the challenger Kevin Owens or whoever it is his son. Like, right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, what, you know, I was thinking a heel turn might be coming up for Ziggler, but uh, it looks like he's going to be faced for a while because uh, Breeze is definitely doing the cheap shots. Yeah. <laughs> so. Ziggler was much better as a heel. His Twitter handle is even still Heel Ziggler. So. Yeah, I love that. It's <laughs> so much fun. He's much better as a heel. So we'll see where that goes. Maybe we'll have a face turn for Breeze. He's definitely over enough. People yeah. like him. All right, cool. Well, moving on, we had um, uh, uh, Cesaro versus The Miz. Um, <laughs> this I, is your I favorite, right? I don't know what uh, Cesaro is one of the most over wrestlers on TV. The Cesaro mm-hmm. section is the, you know, he points to it when he comes out. The audience is, is really into him. He does the big, you know, he's a great wrestler. Oh, yeah. And I, I, mean, I think it was like last summer at Money in the Bank, you thought he was going to win Money in the Bank. He was, a, he was a shill for it, you know. You knew it was happening and didn't. And they've pretty much buried him ever since, even though he continues just like Ziggler to put on these amazing matches. Um, and this was good. He did a big swing. I think he went around 20 times, they said. Oh, yeah, it was like 26 swing or something like that. Yeah. Like 20 times, and then and then submission with the sharpshooter, mm-hmm. which is the nod to uh, 
uh, what's his name, Tyson? Uh, Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd, yeah, yeah in, the, in the Hart Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a very short, underwhelming match. The Miz is basically just enhancement talent at this point, which is kind of sad, being also a former world champion who headlined WrestleMania. Yeah, he and, and John uh, Cena headlined WrestleMania a few years they ago. Almost had a good thing with the Miz and Damian Sandow. <laughs> that started good, didn't really come to a good conclusion, and now the Miz is just enhancement. He has his like talk show, I think, on SmackDown sometimes, right? Miz TV or whatever. Yeah, Miz TV still pops up. Yeah, but it's fairly just, frequently. It's very but, forgettable, and the match yeah. was mainly for Cesaro to just, I think, build his strength up. They, I don't know. I hope they find something to do with him. Vince McMahon thinks he doesn't connect with the audience. He's Swiss. He can't really speak a lot of English. You know, mm-hmm. he's got an accent. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, we see some better booking for Cesaro. Yeah, and I and I think he's fine. Like, I mean, he doesn't need to be the strongest promo worker. And I don't think he's bad. I think he's improved a lot in that respect. I think and so. he's completely over. Like, he runs the audience and celebrates. It's, and the, it's great. I don't think the old school wrestling promo is as relevant today. You know, I yeah. think Vince McMahon is looking for someone, and Rollins does a similar kind of Hulk Hogan ranting, yelling. And someone like a, like a Roman Reigns is a much more laid back character. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Cesaro. These are more realistic people, they're not roided out yelling and screaming like the ultimate warrior anymore. And I think that Vince McMahon is out of touch with the fans because this seems to be what he's looking for in a main, in a main star, mm-hmm. putting over guys. And so people like Cesaro and uh, Roman Reigns, I think despite the fact that they don't do very good, very elaborate promos, I think they still deserve it as, as good workers. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you get these guys who come out there and work that hard. Like, you know, people, you know. Put on good matches, yeah. people cheer for them. It's, you know. It's a, it's a shame, but you know, one day, one day, one hopefully they're not going anywhere. Yeah, so, yeah neither so. are we. So we'll be, we'll be there to see it. So hopefully. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then um, yeah, we also had Lucha Dragons versus Sheamus and Wade Barrett, and I love this idea. Oh yeah, Sheamus and Wade Barrett as these xenophobic European tag team guys <laughs> that are just bullies and hate America. It's it's hilarious. It's it's great to include that sort of xenophobia. It's an old school tactic, and you know, I think it's working in their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I don't understand is Sheamus' money, Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah, he's still. And I think Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H, I think he forgot that he made him Mr. Money in the Bank. because like everybody forgot. It, it hasn't come up. Yeah, I, I forget some days that he's, you know, Money in the Bank. Like, And as much as I love this match, I love how much offense the Lucha Dragons got in. Yeah. I thought that was great because I was afraid it was going to be the bro kick and bull hammer show. Yeah. But, I mean, I love those two guys, too, but I'm just glad that they... Blue Two Dragons like picked a, up a win. They could do like a because they both use like these running striking finishers, and so they mm-hmm. could do a bull hammer bro kick at the same time. Mm-hmm. That would knock somebody out. Yeah, that hard. could that could be cool. They're a great team. I think they have a lot of England chemistry. Um, just interesting that uh, Sheamus is still holding that belt. I wonder what that means. Yeah. But yeah, moving on. Um, you got Alberto Del Rio who returned at uh, the last at Hell in a Cell. Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Won the United States title from John Cena in about eight minutes. Yeah. I read. Um, and now he's partners with Zeb Coulter. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Dude. It um, doesn't make any sense at all. No, I was, I was Mexi- watching. What, oh, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Mexican America? Like, it's just, yeah, explain it. Ex- try to explain yeah. it to our readers. Okay. Um, my, my perspective. Uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, you know, Zeb Coulter came out, uh, basically started talking about, you know, he did a little build up. John Cena's in the ring waiting. And it turns out it's Alberto Del Rio. Uh, caught me by surprise. Thought it was going to be Jack Swagger. They're old boys. Yeah. And yeah, Jack Swagger has come up recently, though. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, you know, uh, that, I don't know if that's going to turn into anything, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and it was the most unexpected thing. And we, we can get more into Hell in a Cell later. Sure. But I didn't sure. really like the match. I, Alberto Del Rio, yeah, he looks great. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he's in great shape. He's been keeping himself in shape at Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. But he looks really upset. Just he has no other expression on his face than just contempt. 
Yeah, and I'm really, wondering yeah. how much of that is. Well, he was really fired from WWE when he slapped a staff member backstage who made a racist comment against him. Mm-hmm. That's why he was gone for a while. So he's not too keen on WWE. They probably pay a lot more right. than Lucha Underground. But this gimmick, the Mexican American, it's like they have a flag. And I hope the listeners at home can picture this because it's a flag that is literally divided down a diagonal, like in half, mm-hmm. diagonally. Half of the flag is American flag, half is Mexican flag. It's Mexican America. It just doesn't make any sense, especially if they're going to be bad guys talking about unifying countries. The xenophobia yeah. that the real Americans have with Zeb Coulter and uh, Jack Swagger is totally lost on this. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like they were really good. It was ironic because it's like, you know, hey, we're the Patriots, you know, just like some other wrestlers used to be patriotic characters mm-hmm. who everybody loves to root for, but they're kind of the this deconstruction of that. Yeah, sort it's, of the, it's the modern thing, yeah. yeah. And and it was really cool, but I mean, I don't know who they're gonna make the heel in this feud yet because honestly, the unifying thing seems all right. I don't I don't really get it myself. I'm I'm just happy to see Alberto Del Rio. I, I, I think love it's his gonna work, be short lived, and you're gonna see Del Rio split from uh, split from Zeb Coulter because mm-hmm. it was they just had to introduce him somehow. I don't know. I would have I I wouldn't have had any problem with him just showing up by himself and challenging John Cena. I don't yeah. know why Zeb Coulter and this gimmick has to even be there. He's a great wrestler. I mean, I, I love uh, Del Rio. His swinging arm breaker thing. It's, he does some really cool submission holds, and I'm really excited to see him back. Very disappointed when he left. Former world champion, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, he defeated R-Truth on Raw. That was R-Truth with hands and talent. It's a squash match. Squash match. And um, just to make him look stronger. So obviously they're building him up. Yeah, shout out to Finn Balor, by the way. That uh, he's got that double foot stomp going. Oh yeah, which, yeah. which always looks brutal, mm. no matter who does it or who it's getting done to. Yeah, uh, that's when he hangs them by their legs off the ropes, then jumps off the top of the turnbuckle and stomps on their face while they're hanging. It's mm. it's a very dangerous looking move. And oh my gosh, yeah. I'm not sure how they pull it off without actually hurting themselves. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, then we have kind of a, a pretty big match after that. It was the women's fatal four way match for the number one contender. Oh um, yeah, this yep. is just an example. They call it the Divas Revolution. It's, mm-hmm. it's I call it the Women's Revolution because. It's a revolution, so stop calling them divas, they're women, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we're seeing is just they're bringing up a lot of very strong female wrestlers. Um, you got Charlotte Flair, the son of uh, Ric Flair, Becky Lynch, and uh, well, Paige has been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Top of that, you got Sasha Banks. Some people say that Sasha Banks is the best wrestler in WWE. Like, she can work a match better than even some of the men. And if you watch her, that bank, her, what's the bank statement or moves? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So we're seeing a lot of like really strong female wrestlers. They had a fatal four-way on Raw to determine the no more contender. Kind of disappointed to see Paige win. She's been there before. I think it's time for Sasha Banks, who just dropped the NXT women's title, to get a shot at the big prize in WWE. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts on the Divas Revolution? And uh, specifically that match, I thought it was leading to, mm-hmm. you know, because the Sasha Banks match, her matches with Bailey, sure. some of the best things I've seen. Yeah. Like, it, the first one almost brought me to tears. Yeah. Because it was, it was the, the psychology was great, the spots were great, everything looked good. Yeah. And then she dropped the title, and I'm like, okay, now she's fully committed to, you know, WWE roster. She's yeah. going to go for that title. And they even kind of teased it when Bad came out for the first time in what seemed like months. Right. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get it because, and it's been a while since they've done it, and it's starting to work out. But at first, it seemed like they brought in they had Team Bella, the Bella Twins, and Alicia Fox, which was a three, for some for some three reason team. Then they had PCB, which was Paige, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Paige, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch, in the correct order. And then they had uh, yeah, Bad, which was another team of three, featuring Sasha Banks. And uh, it just seemed like why why are we having what this Divas Revolution? Or women's revolution should not take the form of just three factions. Mm-hmm. Because then you, all you have are a bunch of tag team matches. There's no tag team belt for the women. 
you know, I was hoping it'd be a singles revolution, not a faction revolution. Yeah, and I, I have no problem with them introducing them in factions sure. and then going into singles feuds from there. Sure. It's like, hey, you know, here's these people that the mainstream audience might not have heard of because not everybody watches NXT. Yeah. But then they kept just kept doing those uh, tag team matches. And over it's like, and how is and how is anybody supposed to get over with this? It's kind of, I think, and, to give the new ones, the new talent sort of a chance, you know, without putting the, the spotlight directly on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we do have a pretty good singles rivalry coming out of this with Paige. Obviously, put together PCB with Charlotte mm-hmm. and Bay- Becky Lynch and turned her back on them. And now Paige is the number one contender challenging Charlotte for the title. So we're going to see a, a singles arc come to, come, in, come to end, come to fruition at least. Hopefully it'll be a very good match. Um, yeah, Charlotte's match with, uh, what was it? Was that Nikki it Bella? It was Nikki Bella. Alan Allen himself. That was a little rough. Yeah. That was a little rough. They they keep doing those um, those spots the um, where... Uh, Charlotte would be hurt in such a way where she wouldn't be able to do the figure eight, mm-hmm. like theoretically speaking. But she always just does the just, figure eight anyway. Just powers through it, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. That's that... a figure four leg lock where she arcs her back, which is supposed to provide more leverage, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Figure eight. Yeah, and, and I, I know what you're saying. They're just the Nikki Bella is just not that good in the ring, and yeah. she can't really carry Charlotte too well either. I'm going to argue that at Hell in a Cell, Nikki was almost the better performer, though. I think so. At least in terms of psychology. Because Charlotte, she's a great athlete. Mm-hmm. She's phenomenal. She's mm-hmm. strong, and she's always made to look strong. But I don't know. I for some reason um, the persona's not quite there. Yeah, like Nikki has this character. Like she's everything that you know a heel is supposed to be. Like she yeah. holds down other talent. Yep. And um, you know, there's a real life subtext there. Yeah. But then Charlotte is just <clears throat> kind of someone who came in, who's very grateful to be there, who's Ric Flair's daughter. And uh, I think her character needs to be fleshed out a little bit more. I think the rivalry with Paige will be will be an interesting way to push more psychology into Charlotte because Paige is turning on them, then siding with them, then turning on the show. Charlotte's got to be very frustrated and very angry, and hopefully she'll take out some of that aggression on Paige, and we'll get to see that in her face. Mm-hmm. And I and I love uh, Paige too. I think she's great. Oh yeah. So yeah. she should be able to. The Paige Turner, that submission hold she does, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, like I, I end uh, the the page tap out, and mm, uh, that's what it is. The, yeah. the submission hold, yeah. yeah. Page turn. I do like that too. She doesn't. I've seen that, that in a while. That's, that's the a... fireman's carry throw, right? Okay, because she does that sort of cradling DDT. You know, she picks him. Was up that the and... rampage? Is that what? That's yeah, that's called? the rampage. I think that's the one she used to pick up the win on uh, Monday. Yeah, Paige but... is a great wrestler, and I think a title reign for her would be good. I thought that she was kind of cut short when Nikki Bella took the last belt. Right, won it last time, so. That should be a great match. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited I'm looking for forward for that. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that brought us to our main event on Raw. Um, you know, since Survivor Series is coming up, we had Fatal Four Way, or we had a Survivor Series style match, five mm-hmm. on five, ten man tag team match, Team Reigns versus Team Rollins. Mm-hmm. What do you think of their picks? Um, it made complete sense uh, mm-hmm. for who was there. Um, made sense. Reigns would go to his family. That's kind of a theme with his character. The Usos are the Usos. back. They are back. They're back. And everybody loved it. Now we know why they've been burying the Dudley boys. <laughs> now we know why the Dudley boys lost the New Day like three times in a row. Yeah. Because, the new, because the Usos are coming back. Yeah, like I was so ah. excited to see them. Like I, yep. think, I think they're great. High-flying kicks. They're Samoans. Tattoos. Mm-hmm. And they have great, like, um, I liked all the chemistry between both teams, too. Like, there were clearly two different yeah. vibes. Like, Rollins was clearly, you know, recruiting champions, whereas Reigns was grabbing his best buds and, and also Ryback. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought the whole match was pretty well put together. Except yeah. I didn't quite like the ending, um, the way it ended, but I, I thought it was a good way to build. So. Yeah, ended with a DQ. Rollins with a steel chair gets himself disqualified. And mm-hmm. we end up basically with a stare-off, a stare-down at the end of Raw. Um, Reigns and Rollins are going to be heading up to... Survivor Series in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, that was pretty much raw. It was a, it was a great main event. Um, we had you know the New Day and Usos, you know, teasing mm-hmm. a rivalry there. Kevin Owens, Intercontinental Champion and former champion Ryback on opposite teams. Mm-hmm. Overall, I thought it was a really good way to sort of hype up Survivor Series, which is still kind of a ways away. Mm-hmm. But um, it was good to start getting the, the blood flowing uh, on that front. Right, yeah. Um, oh, and uh, Xavier Woods is back, too. Right. And Xavier I love how he got just put down the minute he jumped out. I thought that was so funny. Oh, this New Day. I mean, let's talk about the New Day itself yeah, for please, a minute. It's just an it. amazing faction. In, in an era where, like, what, like we're talking about, we're trying to compensate for people like uh, Cesaro and Roman Reigns having mm-hmm. no character, no personality, but still being great performers. In that landscape of these boring, good wrestlers comes the New Day. Oh, yeah. The most charismatic team since, like, the Road Dog, since the D-Generation X. Um, you know, you got uh, Kofi Kingston, you got... Uh, Biggie Langston and you got uh, Xavier Woods, who we hadn't really seen too much of Woods yet. But uh, Kofi Kingston and uh, Biggie were, you know, main event picture guys, mm-hmm. close. Like they were in the picture. Um, they had some Kingston. You can always count on him for a good moment in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. And Biggie is just powerhouse, one of the longest reigning Intercontinental Champions in modern history. So, I mean, what do you? What's your take on that? I mean, they're they're I mean, Kingston and Biggie as a tag team. I think they're My great. God. I think they're great, and I think. Everyone, uh, I think everyone's favorite is either one of those two, mm. which is exactly how they intended it. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's a good way because they're almost they're so over his heels, but they need to keep that heat as well. Yep. So they need to keep having Xavier Woods and or you know if it's another one of the three, jump in to cheat for him. But I think I, oh you go ahead I'm sorry they all oh, they did, I was just gonna say they did that Eddie Guerrero style uh, switch and bait where they yeah throws the trombone into Bubba Ray's head <laughs> falls into his hands Bubba Ray catches the Bubba Ray Dudley at Hell in a Cell caught the trombone. Kofi Kingston falls on his bag, referee thinks Bubba Ray clocked him. Mm. I mean... Like that's, that's classic. It's classic. It was like an Eddie Guerrero style. Just mm. a lie, cheat, steal, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I just think there's so much fun. Like, they um, they bring the trombone. They bring... Now it's now it's unicorns. Like, it doesn't quite make much sense, but it's fun. Somehow it and, still works, yeah. And they all look like they're enjoying themselves. Like, they all look like they love it. It's not someone solemnly declaring that they're going to fate someone in three weeks. <laughs> it's uh, these three guys who are just really uh just really like these good <laughs> hypocritical heels and it's awesome and they just have so much fun as level yeah and i don't think biggie's hip thrusting is too much pg for the pg <laughs> era he gets pretty elaborate him dancing is one of the funniest things it is <laughs> something else to watch it's kind of obscene <laughs> yeah it's yeah cool so yeah after um after all i mean we got survivor series coming up i guess we can go into our predictions if you'd like we got rounds and reigns for the title and we got page and uh and uh, Charlotte for the women's title. That's the only two matches announced. But I mean, do you think? Do you see any other matches coming up? Do you think, see any other thing? The tag team titles. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm pretty sure. You know, there's going to be something with that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something she, for. So new day, hopefully. Yeah, Albert, uh, Alberto Del Rio. Defends the um, title. Really looking forward to that. I'd like to see Jack Swagger come back. Yeah. And and because he was at, in backstage, I think it was last week. He was backstage. with Zeb mm-hmm. Coulter asking him like, "What are you doing? You know, this is stupid." Mm-hmm. And Zeb Coulter like, you know, turned the other cheek. But you know, if uh, Jack Swagger comes out and challenges Del Rio for the title, reunites with Zeb Coulter, then they can leave this xenophobic gimmick away from Alberto. Let him be himself because he has a great character. Mm-hmm. And then Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger can go back to being the real Americans, which I miss so much because Jack <laughs> Swagger did the Vader bomb. It was so cool. Oh yeah, he did the Vader bomb. He did the <laughs> Vader bomb and the ankle lock. Those were his two moves. Yeah, Patriot lock. Patriot lock yeah. is what he called it. <laughs> so you're doing a Vader and a Ken Shamrock move, and uh, you can't argue with that. Those are two of the best wrestlers. Oh yeah, like I mean, I think I'm just really looking forward to it moving forward because there's so much there's so much they could do with it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, getting 
Alberto Del Rio back. One of the funniest things right now, I don't know if it's something to do with his character or what, but you see his in the in his um on the Titan Tron, mm-hmm. he's all smiling and then he comes out, he's just the most serious, upset looking dude. Yeah. But I think he's really um I'm trying to play that angry heel yeah. character. So Yeah, I would I would maybe he could um you know, we could have a situation where maybe he does lose the belt and uh, blames Zeb Coulter, smacks Zeb Coulter, and then uh, turns on him, and then we got Jack Swagger backing up Coulter. And, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. I just uh, I just want to get that uh, gimmick off of Alberto. He has his own gimmick, yeah. right? He's like this Mexican aristocrat guy. He's, yeah. he's got a cool gimmick. He comes up with a towel around his neck. Yeah, he's got that stylish scarf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he's what He's got it's, the, it's the white scarf, the black scarf. Yeah, like, like that's fun. Like, uh... I don't know. People criticize. We're critical of some of uh, his promo work a while ago, but I don't really. It's. I never really got that. I just thought he was a great. He was. Uh, he had good presence. Yeah. Uh, his step up uh, in Zaguri is one of the most athletic looking things I've ever seen. And it knocks people right out. Oh yeah. He, he gets them when they're on the apron. He'll knock them right off the apron. It's. <laughs> it's a powerful move. It's great, man. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that was raw results and uh, Survivor Series. Um, I guess we we got we got some news on the industry tonight. Um, Stone Cold is uh, well. People are saying Stone Cold <laughs> might come back. It's been all over Twitter recently. Stone Cold Steve Austin could have a possible return, possibly at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he's 100% done. Guy's out of shape, severe knee injuries, broken neck. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest stars of all time. I mean, he's got a Legends contract. He does do his podcast. He does do his promo work. I don't see why. I don't really think we need him in the ring again. Yeah, no, like I don't, I don't see real, like I don't know. I kind of think um, he has the the HBK mentality, mm-hmm. where it's like I've done my best work already. Yeah, and, and he left on bad terms too. Yeah, that's yeah, and then there's that. But like I think it's like he kind of acknowledges. I know, I know how good I was. I have a sense for you know how much I was able to change the industry. But I think he wants to kind of step away from that. And he was happy, you know, coming in and doing. Um, you know, doing the promo or something I like just that. See a stunner. He said on his podcast, he's like, I wanted to come out and hit someone with a stunner. And they were like, no, we don't want you to bury new talent. Or they said something to that effect. But come on, I would have stunned Seth Rollins. Yeah. And Seth Rollins, I, get, I bet Seth Rollins would sell a stunner like nobody else. Oh, yeah. Like The Rock would do the backflip thing. <laughs> yeah, but, his feet caught up on the ropes. Yeah, and everything. I feel like Rollins would just go flying backwards if he got stone cold stunned. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's stone cold. Um, Tatanka. So Tonka gave him a legend contract. Yeah, this is yeah, this sort of is something that you've looked from, into. Yeah, yeah. Tonka has a it was a Native American gimmick. Um, he was a pretty solid wrestler, pretty stiff though. Um, Mid card in the in the early nineties, he had a big following for like a year. I think he faced the Undertaker at WrestleMania or some pay per view back in the early nineties. And yeah, they've given him a legend contract. So now you know, just like a, like say Roddy Roddy Piper or someone like that is, a, is has a legend contract, which means that they. Pretty much do promotional work. They're not um, undertakers. Part time. They they don't wrestle every night. They're a legend, and so they just bring them back for effect. I don't know what kind of effect they're going to bring back with Tatanka because no one's ever heard of him. Right. Like we were talking about this. Like, do, does he have that sort of recognition where he can retroactively and then sort of just come back? It's I don't I don't really think so. I, I can't but, see the impact of it. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the mentality was there, but I mean. They're they're bringing back all these legends. I think well numbers have been down a little bit. We've been hearing but they were talking for a while about Kurt Angle coming back, but now we heard he's just signed a new contract with TNA, so that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. RVD has said he's not done yet. You know, RVD did come back in the King of the Ring, mm-hmm. sort of uh, forgettable return. They kind of buried him, but um, mm-hmm. if they bring back RVD, and I know he's old, but he's he's 
he said in interviews that he's still ready to go. So I, I think if they bring him back in a program with Seth Rollins, that'd be amazing. That would be an incredible, because they both have crazy move sets. Oh, like, yeah. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, Rollins thinks he's a risk taker. Rollins thinks he's an innovator. Yeah, yeah. Know, talk about Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Dam. Oh, my gosh, mm. yeah. Yep, and uh, yeah, so that, that, that could be interesting. Um, another person who's been out is uh, Randy Orton. He's <laughs> yeah. a shoulder injury out for four to six months. Yeah. Now, this, was this just a rumor? Because I did some reading, and he got it, like, taking out the trash or something. I have a feeling that was just a rumor that somebody made up. But, mm. he, yeah, he's going to be out for quite a while, though. We don't, so we're not quite sure why. Yeah, and, yeah, it, I read somewhere that uh, they went into it a little bit, and he has quite a few problems because, you know, he has hypermobile shoulders. Mm. That's why he can get those, like, snake-like movements in the ring. Mm. That's why he one time, like separated his shoulder when he was getting ready for the RKO. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, pounded on the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Orton's out with that, that, uh, that shoulder, that bad shoulder he's got. Um, he's also, movie Condemned 2 is coming out with Randy Orton. Yeah, right, I saw the trailer for that the other day. So, you know, maybe they're four to six months, maybe it's, you know, four months and like two months to finish filming or something like yeah. that. It seems <laughs> to line up pretty well. Um, but, yeah, another another one I saw was Ronda Rousey. Um Oh, I continues, heard about that. Continues, continues. You know, every few months we hear something online about Ronda Rousey, the first ever UFC women's champion coming to the WWE. Oh, what do you think about that? I think the uh, the WrestleMania moment that she and The Rock had was great. Oh, she kicked Triple H's ass. It was great. Like, she, she got Stephanie in the armbar. She just gave him a hip throw, which looked awesome. But I don't really know, like, because she is such a legend in that other community. Sure. I don't know if she'd make that switch because it's an entirely different mindset. I mean, if there's any athlete who could do it, it would be someone like her. She so. has the appeal. She's got the look and the personality. She's really good on the mic. Mm-hmm. You know, she's even in interviews just, you know, she makes videos on her Instagram. And you can see the, she's got the presence that a lot of people like Charlotte are lacking mm-hmm. in a character. Um, you know, obviously they're going to do something with her. I think she's a big wrestling fan and has a good relationship with uh, the WWE. So we'll see. I can't imagine her going into a full-time program, though, in the squared circle. I, maybe she'd interfere or, you know, they're doing these faction things with the women, so maybe she'll start accompanying someone out to the ring. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Maybe um, it'll be like a Stephen Amell thing. Yeah. will just kind of be there. He was quite good, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seen, yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. <laughs> that was great. A few months ago, but yeah, Stephen Amell, yeah. the Green Arrow. Uh, yeah. Nice high cross body off the top rope. That looked awesome. <laughs> I was, he's like, I was like, he looks better than a lot of people do with yeah. supposedly not too much experience, and he was great. Yeah. So yeah, Ronda Rousey, just another celebrity, another one of those constant. They're always trying to get celebrities involved, so we'll see what that goes with. Um, we also, um, in closing, I guess Rusev is still out with a bicep injury, so right for a few weeks, right? Few, just yeah, three to four weeks it said, so about a month, maybe a little less than a month, um, and hopefully he'll come back revitalized. New gimmick, um, you know, he had he did have the female manager the, since the beginning. I always was kind of worried about that because that can create sort of um, soap opera like uh, drama, and it did. Which is exactly what happened. And it ruined him. Yeah. And so we'll see. Um, we'll see when he comes back. Hopefully, he'll just be himself again and just be really angry and violent. Yeah, <laughs> just crush people. Just crush them. I love that. Just like, crush them. The accolades, yeah. bend them in half. Great. Well, um, I guess our final segment tonight, we have Wrestler of the Week. We're going to do this every week. We're going to profile. We're just going to discuss um, in a little detail a particular wrestler that we think is currently relevant um, in the landscape of things. So, Grant, uh, you want to give us a start? Um, all right. I've got someone from the main roster. Uh, he hasn't been there for too long, but he's made quite an impact. I have the, the great Kevin Owens. Yeah, um, he's got a Kevin Owens shirt on, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I, I got the KO shirt on with the Fight Owens fight. Maybe your nickname should be Fanboy Lefebvre. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll be Kevin Owens' fanboy forever. That guy is wonderful. Yeah, he but, does. Uh, he's, he's incredible. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, he recently took the Intercontinental title off of Ryback, Night of mm-hmm. Champions. Mm-hmm. I like that match. Beat Ryback soundly. Mm-hmm. I love his. I love his, uh, his chemistry. He talks trash to everybody in the middle of matches. Like, like he was. I believe it was to the Lucha Dragons. He said that they looked stupid, mm-hmm. and it just comes off as he's a believable sociopathic character. Like <laughs> he doesn't need to be yell and scream at people in order to be a good heel. Like, he yep. made fun of Sami Zayn, looking like he's popping his shoulder out. <laughs> I think he's just great. I think he's born to be a heel. He's a real jerk. Um, was mm-hmm. it in L.A.? He caught a promo where he referred to Magic Johnson as Magic Jackson. And so <laughs> it doesn't matter what his name is. L.A.'s terrible anyways. And that's the kind of guy he is. I think his whole persona was kind of like, I'm just trying to make money for my wife, and she's got kids. And So he'll, if he gets if a match gets too intense and the belt's down the line, he'll just leave. Yeah. He'll leave in the middle of a match and get counted out. He doesn't care. I think that's great. He's more disrespectful than he is. He's not spiteful towards any one person. He just doesn't care. Yeah. Where he's just like, I don't really care about this. I'm just in it for the money. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just, I just get paid to hurt people. Who was the guy he powerbombed off the stage? It was a musical. That guy. was uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. That was awesome, he by the way. powerbombed Machine Gun Kelly off the top of the stage. In the middle of his performance. In the middle of the show. <laughs> that's something that's reminiscent of the 90s. That's an attitude error kind of thing. That violence of... Throwing someone off the stage in the middle of something, the unpredictability. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they, they don't let Seth Rollins do stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, well, actually, not actually, that's not entirely true. He did threaten to kill Edge, which I thought was great. That was very that scary. was awesome. But and since then, you know, yeah, whatever. Uh, Kevin yeah. Owens is definitely sort of an attitude era kind of guy. Um, the violence, the, almost like ruthless aggression kind of era, mm-hmm. like the post attitude a little bit pre PG era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Kevin Owens. He let's. I mean, let's talk about his moves. Um, the, the pop-up powerbomb, and it's amazing the kind of guys he can throw up there for that mm-hmm. move. Um, it's a guy, you know, like Ryback. Yeah. 300-pounder, he'll just toss him up in the air and powerbomb him. Mm-hmm. And it'll all, be, it'll all look about the same, too. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look like he's struggling. I believe he did it to Mark Henry, mm-hmm. like, who's who's still there, apparently. But, uh, he, yeah, like, I, I love his, I love the cannonball. Um, I loved he and Cesaro's match. Yeah. Uh, th- like, I think he's an incredible worker. And I like how his character just seems really genuine. Yeah. Uh, like with Genuinely a jerk. <laughs> gen- genuinely someone who's just awful. Like, he's not playing it up. That's just who he is. He's a bully. Yeah. And I, I love, um, I don't know, all the little nuances to his character that he puts into his moves. I think he's, he's oh, great that Cannonball. Way. Oh, yeah. That's, cannonball? He, he sits somebody against the turnbuckle, and then he does a somersault into them. He weighs about 350 pounds, so if someone was to throw their back at you like that. Just a running somersault into your face. <laughs> yeah, or just that senton he does, too. Like. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a heavy guy, and he throws his weight around and uses it to his advantage. Um, current Intercontinental Champion, I think uh, only big things. He's former NXT Champion. He, mm-hmm. he was NXT Champion when he debuted. He dropped the belt to uh, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And now he's IC Champion, which, you know, hopefully uh, Ryback was supposed to bring more um, credibility to the belt, sort of similar like John Cena. It didn't really work out. Hopefully Kevin Owens... I think Kevin Owens is going to be able to do it, mm-hmm. make the Intercontinental Champion mean something, you know, dangle it in front of people's faces, cheat to keep it, and make it really something people want to take away from him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's doing a good job of that so yeah. far. Like, he is kind of, like, you know, trying to break that curse, so to speak. Yeah. A lot of people said there's a curse around the IC title, whether or not yeah. it was just not relevant. And right. then in other situations where it'd be like Daniel Bryan thing, he'd just get hurt. Right. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to see him have it. Uh, I'm excited he's looking strong after tapping out to John Cena. Uh, I wouldn't mind those two working together again, but they maybe... They had some great matches. They were just great. Like, well, uh, Kevin Owens' debut match, he pinned John Cena. Yeah. Pop a powerbomb, so... Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens, you know, great choice for the rest of the week. I think um, he's the, the sky's the limit for him. He's kind of at the top of the mid-card right now. Um, 
I can't see him taking it from Rollins, so we probably got like a couple, maybe a year or so before he's like in the main event picture. Right, yeah. And um, it'll be great to see him just destroy some fan favorite. And he just gets, gets so much. That guy, that guy, and the main event, Kevin Owens could get so much heat if he was like in the main event picture. Mm-hmm. People would just hate him. They didn't uh, NXT, so so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, that's about all we got tonight. Um, again, this is uh, Adrian Headache Hedden and Grant. And this is Grant, uh, apparently the fanboy Lefebvre. Grant the I guess, fanboy Lefebvre. I guess that's my nickname now. I'll take it. Okay. Nicknames only it. get worse as they go on, so I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Well, yeah, this has been the Ringmasters, um, all the WWE news and uh, world wrestling, uh, well, wrestling news in the world. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you.